Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. How are you doing? And welcome to LiveWise Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby. And as many investors know, 2022 has been a year of many, many headwinds. Think COVID variants, supply chain disruptions, inflation, rising rates, and now war. So to help sail us through stormy markets, we've got James Rutledge from Perpetual and Raz Buan from Waystone Capital to help us find some steady hands for the months ahead. First up, we're going to talk about the energy sector. It's been the best performing sector this year. I think the index is up around 23%. Raz, I might start on you. Is there a management team that really stands out? Yeah, absolutely. We've owned um, Santos and Kevin Gallagher, who's the CEO and has been the CEO since 2016, has done an exceptional job. He obviously bought oil search right before the oil prices took off. So he's got a diversified business. He's done an exceptional job with the way he's kind of taking the business forward. He's also kind of doing quite a bit on the transition side, which is kind of quite important to us. He's got carbon storage projects. And so he's kind of trying to bring down the carbon footprint as he's growing production. Raz, this big Santos, is there a stock in the energy sector that you think, or the management team is super impressive? Yeah, I would would agree with Raz and say Santos is the standout there. Um, You know, Kevin Gallagher's done a great job in taking out costs in uh, the business that he took over in 2016. Um, he's high-graded the portfolio through the acquisition of, of the oil search assets. He needs to divest some assets and improve the free cash flow over the medium term. Uh, but, yeah, he, we'll back him to do it. Financials are meant to outperform as rates rise. Is there a management team within this sector that you think is super impressive? Yeah, we like Medibank, uh, the team uh, prior to the current CEO and the current CEO. They've done a fantastic job walking a fine line between handing back COVID benefits and trying to grow policyholders. You're seeing growth in the core Medibank brand now for the first time since listing. And that's really as a result of the the value partnerships that they've done and smart bolt-on acquisitions from the management team. So we're really impressed with them. Raz, over to you. Is there a management team within financials that you would award, you know, the top gong? Yeah, absolutely. I think Macquarie Bank just stands out for us. I mean, obviously over the years, they've done an incredible job building a business around infrastructure. And more recently, they've obviously done quite a bit on the energy transition side. We've seen what's gone on with Europe with the Ukraine war. And we think, obviously, Macquarie's got a march here in, and we think they're going to have a cracker result because of what's happened to gas prices in Europe and the US. But overall, I think it's not just the CEO and the CFO, it's the broader depth in the business, the tenure of the key executives there. And they've positioned themselves really, really well for the next five or 10 years. As we've seen this massive growth, 
in funds under management in alternative assets. So they've become the biggest fund manager in alternative assets in the world. Mm. We've also seen massive growth in retailers over the past two years, particularly in this transition from bricks and mortar to online. Is there a management team within that sector that has excelled beyond the rest? Yeah, we tend to own category killers. So we own companies like Bunnings and Woolworths. But I'd like to call out JB Hi-Fi, which, to be honest, we were big investors of the float. And they've done incredibly well through this entire period. Obviously, COVID's been a big kind of gain for them in terms of the move from services to goods. And so they've really cleaned up. And I was just looking at the share price. I mean, they floated in 2003 at $1.55. The stock's $55 today. And they've probably, so that's a 35 times gain. Mm. That's the kind of stuff that we die for. And I'm embarrassed that we actually don't own a company <laughs> like that. What about the management team at JB Hi-Fi? So that's, that's the critical thing, the management and the culture of that business. So if you look at over the years, the management at the top has changed, but the culture inside the business has stayed. And I think it's an exception in the sense that business has gone from a small business to a really mature business, and yet they've managed to keep their culture. And that's to the credit of people like Richard Utrecht and Richard Murray, and more recently, Terry Smart, who came back as CEO of the business. Over to you, James. Is there a retailer that's leaps and bounds ahead of the competition, in yeah, your would, view? Yeah, would agree with Raz on JB Hi-Fi. Another one in the space that we like is Nick Scarly. Nick, um, as, as uh, we went into lockdown, obviously a very tough time for a furniture retailer that's relying on, on physical stores. And furniture isn't really a, a great category um, when you think online, but they, they pivoted the business, they invested in technology and were able to sell online through the lockdowns. And you saw that in the last result, their online orders uh, grew 88%. It's now almost 10% of, of group sales. They've also made a smart acquisition in terms of plush to really grow the business over the medium term. And we think that's a great acquisition. So Nick Scarly for us. Tech has been really caught up in this sell-off. It's definitely been the worst hit over the past few months. Is there a management team within this sector that you think you know, is amazing and can help turn the company around? Yeah, despite that sell-off in tech, we, we continue to struggle uh, with valuations in that space. But one management team that we think is doing a good job is car sales. Uh, they manage the transition from founder to the current CEO really well uh, a number of years ago. Uh, they've invested offshore very well, uh, especially into Korea, and they have a business model that isn't one-size-fits-all in terms of those markets. They have a good uh, cost discipline, uh, and so that's a, that's a team that really stand out in the space. Over to you, Raz. Is there a tech yeah. team that's super impressive for you? Yeah, I mean, I agree with James on, on, on car sales. I think they've done a pretty good job transitioning, which is quite a difficult thing for a founder-led company. And they've done incredibly well. It's one we own. But the one that we kind of, the only tech, true technology business that we think is good in Australia is Zero. Obviously, it's a Kiwi the business. The only good tech company in As Australia. As in, they've been quite successful in going overseas and actually making a meal of it. So if you think about the businesses in ANZ, they took on the incumbent, Myob, and kind of grew a business here. And they've gone to the UK and taken on Sage and done quite well. So we think that that's kind of quite good of Steve Vamos and his team to have kind of done all of that. And now they're going into North America. So it feels like... If the business is even half successful in the US, taking on into it, I think they'll do an incredible job and it's going to be one of the big tech companies, I think, out of, out of Australia, listed in Australia. We've recently come out of reporting season. Both of you would have had the opportunity to speak to most of the country's most successful CEOs. I want to know, Raz, is there a company that you don't own currently, but the management team has really impressed you and it makes you want to have another look at that stock? 
Yeah, I mean, you're right, Ali, like we see a ton of companies through, so it becomes a bit of a blur through reporting season. But one of the companies that we think is kind of, is, is quite an exception is, is being Qualitas, which is actually a recent float, it's an IPO. But I guess Andrew Schwartz and Mark Fisher were the founders of this business in 2008. We, we feel like they've got a ton of skin in the game. And this is one of the only IPOs I think that has come on where the money has actually gone into the business. And so if you think about it, it's essentially a real estate fund manager, Qualitas, and obviously they've just floated, but our view is that with the additional money that they've taken into the business, they should be able to grow their fund from like a $4 billion, they could easily double it. And as you know, with funds management businesses, they're incredibly scalable. So they've got the platform. So that's one we are watching, and obviously we've got a small position in it. Um, and we think that it does remind me from 20 years ago about Macquarie Goodman, which eventually became Goodman Group. So it could potentially be a very good business. So that's something that we're watching. James, is there a company that you don't own currently and the quality of the management team has made you want to take a better look? Yeah, the one for us uh, was Qantas. Uh, we didn't own that in my fund uh, coming into reporting season. Qantas have done an amazing job. They really didn't waste the COVID crisis. Um, in the depths of COVID in June of 2020, they announced a cost out program to take a billion dollars plus of costs out by FY23, and they're on track to deliver that. Um, the management team is very impressive. They position the business really well for a reopening um, that we'll see in the coming months. And the airline can cope with anything that's thrown at it in terms of higher oil prices or further COVID shutdowns. So uh, that's the management team that's impressed us. And, yeah, we have subsequently bought that stock in our fund, so that's now a current holding. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode of Buy, Hold, Sell today and that list of some of the best management teams on the ASX. If you enjoyed the episode, why not give it a like and remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding new content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.